All right, so Jordan Addison in the portal may or may not come back, whatever, but Pitt has to move on and act like he isn't coming back right now. So what does that leave on the roster? Jared Wayne and Kanate Mumfield. Are either of these guys ready for the wide receiver one duties and why or why not? We're going to discuss Kanate Mumfield and Jared Wayne today, talk about why I think they are or are not ready to take over that role, even with Addison out of the picture. It's coming up today on this episode of Locked on Pitt. Our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back here to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. As we continue to talk about Jordan Addison, all of that stuff that is happening. But as always, folks, I am your host, Nick Fairball. And if you are watching this, make sure to like, comment, subscribe to all that great stuff. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a review and continue to support this podcast. Now, folks, I've talked a lot about Addison and NIL and all of that stuff. And yes, there was the ordinance that came down today about all that. But we've kind of touched about everything I feel like I could have touched on this show in regards to Mr. Addison, except the fact that Pitt's actually losing him, potentially losing him. Now, there's always that chance that he could come back, and we talked about that possibility too. It should be a no-brainer to take him back. He's one of the best players in college football, not just on this Pitt team. He's obviously the best player on this Pitt team. He's one of the best players in all of college football, maybe the best receiver in all of college football. So you obviously would take this guy back. And, and I don't think it's going to hurt the locker room or whatever, right? We've seen his teammates come out in public and support him. And I think Narduzzi, for all the public start he may give, I think he would take him back too. And I think it's really a no-brainer to bring him back. That one doesn't make much sense to me. The line of thought is saying we need to let him go. Folks, there's not going to be much in the way of locker room issues with that. People understand what's going on in terms of that situation. It's business. Not personal. Business. Understand that. But what about the rest of the players on the team? Right? Because Pitt has to move on. They still have to play football. Jordan Addison is in the portal, but the world doesn't stop for Pitt football. You got guys on the roster that are going to fulfill that role that Addison had and try and replicate what he had. And this is where we get to Kanate Mumfield and Jared Wayne. Who is going to be the wide receiver one who fits that bill the most and who, who I think could maybe fill that role and potentially take Addison's role. Now let's be real here. We're talking about Jordan Addison. Talking about future first round pick, likely. We're talking about a guy who is incredible. It's so much separation. He's really a stud. I mean, legitimately, Jordan Addison is such a good player. And so here's the thing when we talk about these guys, you can't necessarily compare them against Jordan Addison because if you put any of those expectations on them, and who knows, maybe. 
Kanate Mumfield is literally on that level. Who knows? Maybe Jared Wayne takes a huge leap and becomes one of the best receivers in college football. But we we don't have the proof that they are that good yet. A Bolitnikoff Award winner and probably the best player you know on this pit team had transferred out. Jordan Addison. You're really talking about very few receivers that are on his level right now in college football. You know, it, Jackson Smith, Ninjigba, Keyshawn Boutte, like that's honestly who you're talking about. There are some other names in there, of course, that, that you have to keep an eye on. But really, Addison is at the very least, the, my opinion, the second best receiver in college football, if not the best. So... Let's not put any unrealistic expectations on Kanate Mumfield, Jared Wayne, or anyone else in this receiving core. Replacing Jordan Addison is a multi-man job. It's going to take certain players to replace his separation skills. It's going to take certain players to replicate his three-level ability. It's going to take certain players to replicate what he brings in the downfield game. It's going to take certain players to replicate what he does in punt returns. It's going to take certain players to do what he does in the yak. He does so many things in one guy. And when you lose a true wide receiver one, it kind of sends everything haywire. The question is, though, is there a guy that can be wide receiver one? Maybe not in the same type of mold as Addison and does everything the same as Addison. Because neither Kanate Mumfield nor Jared Wayne are the same type of style or player that Jordan Addison is. And, and I want to start this off with talking about Jared Wayne because... We have a guy here who is more tenured than Kanate Mumfield and who Pitt fans know. And so let's just break down Jared Wayne a little bit. And I think the great thing about Jared Wayne to me and what he does is that obviously he's 6'3". Dude is, is pretty big, 215, 220. And the guy legitimately does a lot of things that he probably shouldn't be able to do for his size. Now, Wayne is a guy that is not an elite separator. And you rarely find guys that can separate at an elite level at his size. So it's not all that crazy to believe that, okay, he's not going to be an elite separator. And the guys that you do see that are elite separators at his size are unicorns. And Jared Wayne separates better than almost every person at a 6'3", 2'15", around. So it makes him a really good player. And so when you look at him, you see he, he does things after the catch that are really phenomenal. And he makes things happen that he probably shouldn't be able to do. Great lateral agility for his size. He's super fluid. And that's why... He's a big guy that does little guy things. And so that makes him a pretty fun player. In my opinion, I think you're watching a future NFL receiver in Jared Wayne. But I do think you have to look at some drawbacks to his game. Good player. Really good player. Good wide receiver too. I think that he doesn't have... The separation skills. I still think that his route running is a little raw. Now, he has some really good things against releases. A big guy like him, sometimes, even if you are kind of nimble and quick and all that, can get caught up and be beat on press coverage. 
That's never been the game of the game for Jared Wayne. He's always been really good against press coverage. He's always been a physical player, too. So he plays to his size. So he will bully you at the catch point and make some really good contested catches. You'll see some of the great catches. Jared Wayne, to me, is an NFL player because of some of the things he can do after the catch at his size. You know, he, he'll do jukes. He'll slide and make you avoid things. He'll still use his physicality and bull right through you. He's got creative ways to win after the catch. And in the short game, I think this is kind of where Jordan Addison can be replicated in terms of Jared Wayne. And this is kind of interesting to me is that when you look at those quick hitches or quick slants, you see Wayne have a very expensive release package, be able to attack blind spots, attack leverage, and actually separate a really good level within seven to 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. And so that's actually a really big boon for him because a lot of these bigger guys have to be schemed open at that level. He doesn't. And that's where his separation ability kind of comes into play. Now, the, the downfield separation stuff, it's not necessarily there. I'm not sure he has the long speed to truly get after it like that. I don't think he's a, he has elite long speed. I think that's what kind of draws him back as a downfield guy. Obviously a three-level threat because of what he can do. Because at the third level, he can obviously make those contested grabs and you throw it up to him and you're going to have a chance to win because the guy has vice grip hands and he catches pretty much everything. At the second level, he understands how to read zone coverages, find the soft spot. It's where he thrives. And so Jared Wayne's a really good player. I'm not sure if he's going to be that wide receiver one type, though. Again, I think he's a really good complementary piece. That's kind of how I view him. I still think he's a he rounds his routes a little bit too much, especially at the second level. I think he's really good in contested situations, but I still don't think he's elite in terms of separation at the second and the third level. You'd like to see that a little more. Good capability is inside-out guy, can play big slot, can play on the outside. Not super fast, but can do a lot of good things. I like Jared Wayne. But let's talk about Kanate Mumfield. Because this is where I think you get a very interesting case. But first, going to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Left On Fit Podcast. And we're going to break down Kanate Mumfield. Because this is exactly the guy that I think has the best chance to be, say, wide receiver one on the team. You can easily say, oh, how, how can you say that? He's the guy from Akron. Jared Wayne has proven production and skills at this level. When you look at what he does... When you look at how Kanate Mumfield wins, it's translatable to all three levels of the field. He's got really good speed. He can win after the catch, and he's super polished for where he's at. Don't see many guys like this that are sophomores that are ready to go like this. We're talking about a guy that runs routes as fluidly as they come. And the comp I continue to throw out there for all you guys is, 
I, I, I really get this. I think he runs a lot of his routes similarly to two guys that I've seen. Specifically in his pacing and his ability to kind of attack leverage, I see a lot of Jerry Judy. And I want to separate these two kind of points because there's route pacing, there's attacking leverage, then there's kind of fluidity, how you actually run the routes. Or, you know, is it sharp? Is it rounded? Kind of how do you do it? Um, what's your strategy at the line of scrimmage, your release package, all that stuff. It's all factoring in there, your athletic ability, all that. And I think I see Jerry Judy in that regard in the route pacing and kind of how he attacks leverage because Judy is always a guy that can run multiple different types of pacing. He's always had a great dead leg, uh, both after the catch and in his routes. Mumfield carries that with him. Kanate Mumfield does. Um, and, and I think that's one of his biggest boons. Uh, so you'll see him winning a lot of double moves by doing that. Uh, he's, he's got great eyes. And this is where he really compares to Jerry Judy because Judy was the master of deception in terms of his eyes. He would lie to you. And this is what made him one of the best separators in the SEC. Now, another thing was unreal fluidity. And quite honestly, I haven't seen that type of fluidity in a route runner very rarely. Uh, and you see it. And I don't think Mumfield has that fluidity just because, again, Jerry Jews is an inhuman type of that. But I'll throw out, you know, another name that I kind of see in terms of, okay, athletic kind of traits and how he kind of uses his footwork and wins the line in terms of his silky smoothness. You know, I look at a guy like Chris Olave that was just drafted the first round by the New Orleans Saints. Very similar type of player in terms of how he runs his route with his athletic traits. Now, I want to put this out there. In no way am I saying Kanate Mumfield is going to be Chris Olave or Jerry Judy, or a combination therein. I don't want you to take these in that way. These are more over stylistic comps that you all are familiar with that I essentially wanted to put out there. So I am not saying that Kanate Mumfield is a fusion of Jerry Judy and Chris Olave. I am saying stylistically, he plays similar to these guys. So it is, is a stylistic comp. It is not saying he is going to be these guys. It is not saying he's going to be on these guys' level. It is saying this is how he kind of plays. And these are the guys that he kind of draws from in terms of how he wins. And so that's what I want you to take away from these comps. Because a lot of people take away from comps, okay, you're saying he's going to be these two very great receivers. So you're saying he's going to be like the best. I mean, a combination of Chris Olave and Jerry Judy is like the best receiver in college football. I'm not saying that's what Kanate Mumfield is going to be. I am not saying that he's going to be a combination of those two guys. I am saying that he can be a really damn good receiver, though. And you look at the fluidity he runs his routes with, how he wins at all three levels of the field. You don't see it very often. The way he attacks leverage, the way he uses his eyes. His extensive route tree already. He's got fantastic eyes. He's got good hands. A good long speed. You look at all of that. And this is a guy... 
and it has really high level ability. And I think he is one of those guys that could potentially be that wide receiver one in the ACC for Pitt. Can win so many different ways. Can win in the slot, outside. Has good ability after the catch. Has everything you want from that perspective. He just does it all. Separates with ease. Can win downfield. Can win short. Can win after the catch. This is a pit offense that needs that top target. And you need a guy that can separate. And you have a guy here that's going to try and fill this big void. And Kanate Mumfield, to me, is another guy. And I said this before Jordan Addison left. I felt like this pit unit had potentially three NFL wide receivers. And it was Jared Wayne, Jordan Addison, and Kanate Mumfield. Because you just don't see guys with this type of route running and this type of ability to separate with so many different ways. Now, he's a little slight. Yeah, he's a little, you know, he, he probably should get a little bit more weight up. So he's going to be a little bit bullied at the catch point, and that could really draw some problems for him. So let's let's keep that in mind. He certainly has some flaws. And if there's one thing that will hurt him, that is what will hurt him. When he, maybe he can't separate, will he be a great contested catch guy? Will he be able to beat press as easily at the line of scrimmage? That'll be the question. But you have a guy that can win in all three levels of the field, in the slot, outside, can play all three positions, and run so many different routes and can be a number one threat. I think this is your best guy to be the no one type. And so he can play. He can straight up play. And he's good at punt returns too. So don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when he comes out and plays at a high level. Because really, when you look at what he did this year, it's all about his movement skills. You just don't see these types of movement skills. And now he kind of comes in here as that alpha dog. And so Mumfield has that skill set that really goes and translates to whatever level he's playing at. He's got great hands, got great ball tracking, good ball skills. Got to play DB in high school. So he's going to be what you want. The guy is going to be really good. And so Kanate Mumfield, that is your guy to look out for as the alpha dog in this wide receiver room. I think he can be really good for this team moving forward. However, what about the rest of the guys? There's going to be a wide receiver three battle now, right? So what are those guys going to do? And we'll talk about a few of them. Jalen Barton, Bub Means, Jaden Bradley. We'll talk about them all. But first, let me let you know about Bet Online because our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL features. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from betting, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet Online, where the game starts.
podcast. We're talking about this pit wide receiving core. So we've talked about Jared Wayne. We've talked about Kanate Mumfield. Let's talk about the rest of this room. What in the world does the rest of this room look like? Because I think it's very important to take a deep look at someone like Jalen Barton. I think Jalen Barton is a guy who has been waiting for an opportunity like this to really break out and come up. Jalen Barton is, is that type of guy that you look at and say, okay, has potential. We just haven't seen quite yet realized overall on the field. Punt returns, kick returns, he's done it. He has fantastic speed, so you have the speed element with him. The question was, okay, is he going to be able to bring consistency? He's been a guy that's really only one as a deep threat for the most part in his career. He's had some really good moments, some moments where you are loving what you're seeing from him. And then you kind of look at other moments, you know, he's had some problematic drops, had a few in the spring game where you're like, got to make that catch. But he's a fast dude. That's a big time speed threat. And he's going to be the guy that's probably going to create the third level ability, the deep threat ability. The question for me is, is he going to be able to have the consistent route running and the consistent ability to win after the catch and play physical and do all that to be wide receiver three? And I think this is kind of where we get to what we had last year to a degree, right? So last year, you have Addison, Wayne, and Mack as your one, two, three. And then you had other guys kind of trickle in. You had some Melky Stovall. Barden would get his due. I don't know if Barden's necessarily going to be the guy to step up in that role. I think he could be. But also, Bub Means is a very interesting player. I think Bub Means has a lot of tastier Mac in him. Very explosive player, average almost 20 yards per catch. And I think that, my friends, is very interesting. Because his route running to win at the third level, but to win underneath as well, is great. And he's six foot three, six foot four almost, or the four four four. So he's the height, weight, speed guy you have. He could be really fun. But then you look at a guy like Jaden Bradley. And Bradley is a young freshman that had all the things you want to look for and a promising guy that could be more, right? All of it. A guy that is extremely, extremely good in terms of his fluidity. And for his size, by the way, Pitt finds these guys, you know, six foot two, six foot three, that have great fluidity for their size. Big guys that do little guy things. It seems to be a thing they recruit well. Jane Bradley has that in his arsenal, and then he has the contested catchability. The question's going to be, though. Is the route running savvy going to come in? What's he going to be able to do after the catch? 
And how consistent can he be on contested catches? Young guy has a lot of questions, but a lot of potential there with that athletic ability. The traits are there. The traits are there. So the favorite to probably win this, in my opinion, would probably be Jalen Barden. Uh, I think you've seen enough from him to see those highs, right? To see kind of what he does uh, a little bit. You've seen it in flashes where, okay, this guy could potentially be a three-level threat. He can run all the routes you want to. It's just going to be, okay, how consistent are his hands and how consistent is his route running? That's going to be it for Jalen Barton. He's got elite speed. There's no doubt about that. And so if he can be the wide receiver three to kind of stabilize this, I think it could be solid. Now, you're going to get some other guys in there. You're obviously going to get guys like Jaden Bradley and guys like Bub Means in there. And for what it's worth, Bub Means, I believe, will be able to play this year. Has to get a waiver to play because it is a second transfer, but never used his free transfer. So I would imagine that gets granted, and I imagine that Bub Means will end up playing this year for the Pitt Panthers. And so, really, when we look at this receiver room, there's still guys behind him, Miles Alston. You have two freshmen in Addison Copeland and Shane Wapuko. Come in. Wapuko comes in, and he is a guy that immediately might be the fastest dude on the entire team. So that's very interesting. Does he maybe get some manufactured touches? I think he's a great candidate to potentially be the punt returner or kick returner with elite track speed coming out of the state of Texas out of all places, right? Doesn't get a ton of guys out of Texas, but getting a track star out of there is legit. And so I, I think your top three guys are going to end up being Mumfield one, Wayne two, Barden three. And then you get a bevy of production from, say, Bub Means, who is the deep specialist with the height, weight, speed. Bradley is the top backup, especially for Jared Wayne. And then maybe you never know, Copeland or Wabuko kind of come in and impress a little bit more. Maybe they can kind of puncture their way into this lineup. But I see those three as your top ones, with Mumfield having the most upside to potentially be the alpha dog in this place. That's how I see it. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Tomorrow we'll come back talk a little bit about Pitt basketball because they landed commitments from the Diaz Graham twins. And we never talked about them. We have to talk about that. But we're also going to talk about some needs that they still have as they're starting to fill up their roster. So it's all coming up tomorrow on the Locked on Pit podcast. As always, folks, thanks for listening. And as always, hail to Pitt.